0: So it's National Fresh Veggies Day, and it's also National Fudge Day. I'm going to let you decide whatever you want to do. You you do you. <laughs> this is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Wednesday, June 16th, 2021. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Yeah, National Fudge Day today. So... Um, it's you know fresh veggies as well, but fudge. Let's talk about that one. That's definitely more exciting than fresh veggies. I, I you know I, I know I get it. Veggies are great; they can be awesome, but come on, fudge. Seriously, it's amazing. I love going to like uh I'm in the Bay Area, the San Francisco Bay Area. I love going down to Santa Cruz, and they've got the best fudge down there. But that is not the fudge capital. No, the fudge capital is Mackinac Island in northern Michigan. They've got a dozen. Fudge shops in just a four mile square area, they make about 10,000 pounds of fudge per season. And yeah, they've got a fudge fest as well. Um, It's in late August. Uh, They fudged the dates a little bit this year. (laughs) Thank you. Actually, I make that joke because the whole reason it's called fudge is actually because of that whole fudge thing, right? Like messing something up or doing something not correctly, uh, they say you've fudged it up. Well, here's the thing. A person was trying to make caramels, but they fudged up the recipe. And so that's where fudge got its name. Now, this is like one of those stories that like you hear past at dinner parties. It's, there's nothing official here. Nobody knows really when the first fudge was made, but it sounds like a cool enough story and it makes sense to me. So I'm going to go with it. Okay. It's fresh veggie day as well. (laughs) And uh, you can tell by the amount of research that I did on vegetables uh, here uh, versus the amount of research I did on fudge, which one I enjoy more. It's fresh veggies day. All right, uh, let's move on. It's also International Waterfall Day today. Um, Oh, actually, no, I do have one thing to tell you about fresh veggies tomorrow tomorrow is National Eat Your Vegetables Day. So if you go out and you buy fresh vegetables today, um, yeah, that's tomorrow that you'll have to eat them. So go get them today so that you're ready for tomorrow. Okay, back to International Waterfall Day. Uh, Celebrate the beauty and majesty of waterfalls. Uh, And you know, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I'm in California. If it's water, we love it here because we need it. We're in a, another drought here in California, so uh, if, if you could somehow make water fall our direction here, that would be great. Any other state, just kind of sort of have it, you know, trickle down our way. We'd really appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks. All right, so uh, before we get into our events, I've got to tell you about the Learning More podcast. Oh, man, I'm going to play you a clip of an answer uh, to a question that I asked. I talked with Claire Meta, and the subject was adulting and happiness. I asked her <laughs> about kind of a, you know, is there a little happiness curve? Like, are we happy when we're younger? And then maybe we don't get so happy for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're happy again. Is there a happiness curve was the question I asked her. And she Let us know. So I'm really glad that you asked this because I think there's, in psychology, we talk a lot about this U-shaped curve of wellness, so that you are kind of happy before you have children, essentially, and that there's (laughs) this big dip. So we're talking about it being rewarding, but there's a lot of research that suggests that you're kind of happy and you're going along and like, yay, everything's great. And then you have kids and there's this big dip in your well-being, and then it it's a u-shaped curve so you go down and then you come back out of it and if you look at when you come back out of it it's actually when children leave the house <laughs> <laughs> no, kids if you're listening tune out today i know Jeez, don't listen to the rest of this show <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So Claire was a fantastic guest on learning more. There's a link in the description. Okay. Let's take a look at our events from this day in history. We start in 1858. Abraham Lincoln delivered his House Divided speech. He did this at the Republican Convention. Now, he was actually a candidate for Senate at the time, and this was basically part of his acceptance speech. There was only about a thousand people or so there when he said a House Divided against itself cannot stand. Okay. So what was he referring to? Well, the speech was a counter to the Dred Scott decision that he said that decision opened the doors for slavery in all the states, new territories, and the North, and that the country can't survive half free and half slave. The inspiration for the speech, by the way, uh, the whole line, the house divided, comes from the Bible. And of course, as we know, in history here, three years later, the Civil War started. We move now to 1903. Ford Motor Company was incorporated by Henry Ford. He, along with uh, 12 investors and 1,000 shares, uh, started the company on this day. Now, they spent almost all of its $28,000 cash investment by the time they sold the first Ford Model A, and that was just in July uh, of that year. So uh, how'd they do by the end of the year? Well, by October, they had turned a profit of about $37,000. Now, last year, the revenue came to around $127 billion. So I wonder what one of those <laughs> shares of the original Thousand shares w- would be worth uh, these days. Well, you know, with the F-150 Lightning uh, making news lately, I- I'm I'm certain that those share whatever uh, you have right now, whatever you paid for those, uh, will likely be going up soon. Because oh man, there is a waiting list for this vehicle. It's 100% all electric. Uh, what's cool about it? And I'm not doing a commercial for Ford. I'm not being paid by them, but maybe they'll send me an F-150 if I uh, talk about it long enough. Uh, yeah, it it can actually charge your house. Yeah, you can use it as like a generator for your house. It's it's pretty cool. The other thing about it though, and this is the reason why I really wanted to talk about the F-150 is because under the hood, well, because it's electric, you don't have to have all the moving parts, all the, the, the motor and all that stuff, right? You don't need that in the hood. So what do they have there? Well, they have a frunk. <laughs> It's a a trunk in the front, and they are calling it a frunk. There you go. Starts about $40,000, and uh, laughs about your frunk are free. In 1977, another uh, corporation was formed. This one, Oracle. uh, They incorporated in Redwood Shores, California. Now, here's the thing. They were in Redwood Shores, and they put up all these buildings— where there used to be this amusement park called Marine World in the Bay Area here. And I loved going to Marine World as a kid. They put in these buildings, took it away. Marine World moved to another city, and I was so sad. And now, Oracle's moved. Yeah, they left Redwood Shores. They're now in Austin, Texas. That is their headquarters. On this day in 1989, another uh, disappointment for me as a kid, Ghostbusters 2 premiered. Ah, this movie has a fifty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It only made about two hundred fifteen million dollars. I, I mean, I guess that's pretty good because they only spent you know forty million or so on the movie. And much sure of the original cast came back, but it just didn't have that that you know fun. It didn't make me happy. Maybe I should have listened to the learning more so that I would known that I would have been happier after uh, the, the the movie. I don't know. It was a strange one. The slime was inspired by people yelling at each other. All this crazy stuff happened in Ghostbusters 2. Hopefully, the new Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is uh, coming out later this year. It's been delayed a bunch because of COVID. Hopefully, that one will be a little bit better. On this day, 1995, Salt Lake City was awarded the Winter Olympics Games of 2002. Many countries don't want this anymore. And actually... We got another episode of learning more coming up and we will talk about that. I'll tell you more about that in the coming weeks. But right now I got to tell you about birthdays at Born on this day in 1990. Stella Maxwell turns 31. Phil Mickelson is 51. Tupac Shakur was born on this day in 1971. He of course died in 1996, but he would have been 50 today. That is just crazy. Uh, Laurie Metcalf is 66. John Cho is 49. That's your look at June 16th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode on this show or on learning more, just head over to our website. Give us some feedback. Give us some ideas. We'd love to hear from you. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day.